This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Hey everybody and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast, the show that asks questions like, what did the Ninja Turtles smell like? My name is Sean Ray and uh, John Irons is not here yet, Uh, hopefully he'll be here in a few minutes, but joining us tonight are a couple of special guests, first of all, returning to us once again is our good friend Joe Crow, how are you sir? Fabulous. And joining us for the first time on Cosmic Potato is uh, the host of the Fandom Podcast, Brandon Ushio. How are you doing, sir? Doing pretty good. I know you've been on the you were on the Simply Syndicated uh, Discovery After Show once or twice, but uh, this is your your first time on uh, Cosmic Potato, so welcome. Thank you. It's my debut premiere on the Cosmic Potato. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of. Uh, couple of news stories before we get into our main topic which our main topic tonight is we're going to be playing a game of sci fighters and uh but we'll get into that in just a minute first of all uh gina rodriguez do you guys know who she is uh she is from the cw show the jane show right the, yeah jane the virgin yes that's the one she is going to play in a live action film version of carmen san diego on netflix <laughs> and that is basically all the information that they've released. There's no writer, there's no director, there's no story, but there is a movie that's going to happen. And they announced they announced last year that they were going to make a Carmen San Diego animated series, and that she was going to do the voice. So I don't know if this is in addition to that, or if this is instead of that, or something like that. But uh, I'm kind of surprised that it hasn't already happened because Carmen San Diego was a big deal when I was a kid. Um, all the rockapella and yeah. all the fun music. Yeah, that was the rockapella. Uh, <laughs> that was the there was a game. Yeah, there was a game show on uh, PBS, and uh, and I used to I was really good at the trivia part, but at the end of it, when they actually made them uh, do geography, <laughs> I was never I would never have been able to do that part. They basically had a giant map of some part of the world uh it was different it was some somewhere different every episode but uh and they would name off countries and you would have to go like plant a flag on that country and yeah they had the beacons with the lights on top of it yeah that's right that's right i think i think you had to get 10 countries in 60 seconds 
And I can't remember. And I can't remember what the prize was. It was something like a year. It was a trip. It, it was a trip to anywhere in the in North America. Oh, okay. So you, that's right. So the kids got to write down on a card beforehand where they were going to go and what they uh, wanted. Were, wanted oh, more than half of the episodes ended up with the kids going to California, and I think it's because the show was filmed in New York, and so it was across the country. So they wanted them. to go across the, the country. Yeah. Well, uh, there was also a cartoon that came on for a while, um, I, but I think it was like Where in Time is Carmen San Diego. Something like, there was a lot of Carmen San Diego games, but but yeah, that as big of a deal as it was in the '90s, I'm surprised that they haven't already made a movie. But they are now, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But um, speaking of Gina Rodriguez, she was recently in a movie called Annihilation. And I saw that movie last week, and uh, was it good? I, I feel like, like a big ner- a bad nerd for not seeing it. <laughs> I also then am a bad nerd. Oh yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I liked it. Uh, I mean, it's getting a lot of bashing lately because part of it is because they decided to instead of releasing it in theaters um, overseas, they put it on Netflix. So it was uh, it was released theatrically here in the U.S. Everywhere else in the world that was put out on the, everywhere that that they have Netflix, they put it on Netflix, and um, a lot of reviews accused it of being too smart or something, which I think is a stupid criticism. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I mean, we've gotten to the point where we're watching so many explodey movies that when somebody makes something that you actually have to pay attention to and think about, then they label that that as being bad and boring or whatever. But I mean, I'm not gonna see, lie. That's the kind of movie that I like to see. That's yeah. the, the kind that keeps me thinking for a couple of days. Like, oh, did I miss a part there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the good. That's the good kind of movie. Yeah, it's definitely kind of like uh, what was the movie that Amy Adams came out with last year? The Alien movie. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, with Jeremy Arrival. Renner. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. It, that's it. Arrival. It's kind, yeah, Arrival. That's it. it it's kind of like that, where the ending. Uh, really answers a lot of the questions that you had throughout the movie, but then you want to go back and watch it again so you can piece everything together as it's going. So I'll probably be watching it again. But uh, but I like that. I mean, it was, it, I'm not gonna lie. It's a, it's a slow movie. There's there's some action, but it's kind of peppered throughout, and there's a lot of really slow parts to it. But uh, but I enjoyed it. It's it's about two hours and fifteen minutes, something like that. So it's a it's a pretty long movie, but. Uh, it was also based off of a book, and so if you enjoyed the movie, uh, I bet you would probably like the book too, because everybody that I've heard that liked the book also liked the movie, and so it's one of those unicorn versions of a adaptation where the book and the movie can both be enjoyed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had heard that it was based on a book. I need to go check that out. What about Jessica Jones? Have you guys watched season two of Jessica Jones yet? I have. Oh, oh I'm so behind. <laughs> Joe. Not. Joe doesn't watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> What is this television you speak of? <laughs> You're a bad nerd. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um I've got to be put in the drab room. <laughs> Brandon, what did you what did you think of season 2? You know, I really liked it. There were a lot of things that were really cool, and the fact that they filmed it before the whole Me Too thing happened and they covered a lot of the same stuff, I thought that was really interesting to see that that's where the public zeitgeist was going anyway. Yeah. There was there were some things in terms of race that I was like, okay, Jessica Jones is really good about the about the women uh, and females, but when it comes to race, they don't do as good of a job. 
Uh, but I guess that's what they've got Luke Cage for. Yeah, right? yeah, that's what I was about to say. They saved that for Luke Cage, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then they do the class stuff on uh, on Iron Fist. I guess so. There you go. Yeah. You, 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 Everyone makes somebody happy and makes somebody upset. Yeah. That's all you can ask for. Yeah. And then I guess uh, Daredevil takes cl- and takes care of the disability crowd. And, <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I liked it. I didn't think it was uh, a, a departure. You know, a lot of shows, when they come out and do a season two, then they want to do something different than what they did in season one. I thought that this was a good just continuation of season one. They didn't, they didn't change a ton. Uh, they did deal with her origin a lot, which I like because I don't really know much about Jessica Jones' origin. Because to tell you the truth, I'd never even heard of Jessica Jones until I saw <laughs> until I saw the uh, season one. I wasn't a big um, Marvel guy when I was growing up. When I read comics, they were usually Superman and Batman and stuff like that. So, um, well, you're not really missing a lot. The comics didn't deal with her origin very much either. Really? Okay. Okay. The the TV show, in fact, is a uh, a far more expanded uh, uh, and and in a lot of ways better version than the comic origin. Anyway, so I did like that they they found a way to get David Tennant into the show. I'm not going to spoil anything, but they did find a way to get David Tennant into the into the show for one episode, and it was more than just a cameo for one scene. He was like in the entire episode, so that was pretty cool. Um, but tonight we're going to play Sci Fighters. And uh, like I said, uh, this is going to be our Easter episode because this we're actually going to release this episode on Saturday, which is the day before Easter, at least here in the U.S. And uh, so what we're going to do is our, our game of Sci-Fighters is going to be Heaven versus Hell. And what, <laughs> I, what I've done is I've found some characters that are associated with religion in some way. Uh, either they get powers from, from God or they get powers from Hell or they're on a mission from God or something like that. And some of them are villains and anti-heroes that derive their powers, you know, from the bad place. But, um, but what I've, I've got the board here and uh, board is a piece of paper. And I'm just going to start. Well, I think I've got, uh, 10 different matches for round one, five for five for heaven, five for hell. Okay. So round one, I'm just going to throw this one out there and we can just kind of discuss it, who we think would win in this fight between the Spectre and Jesse Custer from Preacher. Oh, tough. <laughs> now, I have to admit, I don't know a ton about the Spectre. I've, I've, I've read a couple of the comics when I was when I was younger, but that's about it. But I know he gets his powers. Basically, basically, he's like he's like God's Punisher or something like that. Is that right? That's, that sounds familiar. So I, the only experience that I have with him is a animated film that was on Netflix for a while. I'm not sure if it's still there. Um, it was a bunch of DC shorts uh, that that was oh, pretty that's good. A, that's a really uh, the the thing you're talking about is very good and quite representative of the specter. So I think you're, you're in the ballpark. Okay. All right. So he was, so from what I remember, and now this was years ago, this was many years ago that I watched this, like three, you know, I, I can still do it on one hand, but, um, <laughs> I think it was, he wasn't, he a detective that died while investigating a crime. Yeah. Let me, let me, and, yes. 
Go ahead and keep talking. I'm going to pull his page up and I'll read you a quick synopsis of what of what he is. Uh, so, so he, so from my memory, and so you can correct me when I get it all wrong. Uh, <laughs> he was a detective that died investigating a crime, and he was brought back. And he's basically like, I still have work to do, and uh, basically scared the the living lights out of out of the bad guys. Um, Joe, you sound like you're a lot more familiar with him than I am. Uh, I think I, I feel like I am, uh, just because I, I I read a lot of DC comics. <laughs> I, I still do, I guess. Um, but uh, the Spectre is like in the '40s. He had a very 1940s origin. He was a cop who uh, came upon some mafia goons, which all bad guys were in the 1940s, and then they literally <laughs> put him in a barrel and filled it with concrete and oh, wow. dumped it in the in the in the lake. And then he thinks, "Well, that's it. I'm dead." And then he wakes up in a big. A uh, bright light shines on him and says, "Hey, buddy, you're now going to be the Spectre." And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but uh, so the the voice that didn't say, "I'm God," but that was the implication. And then over the decades, like especially, I think his prime time was the '70s, and this was reflected in the cartoon that you were talking about. He would get. He would give out ironic punishments to whoever, <laughs> that, which was which I thought was great. He would give out ironic punishments to the villains that he fought in an episode of Brave and the Bold. Uh, he turned a bad guy into cheese and then <laughs> unleashed a swarm of rats. This is in a, a cartoon. He did this. Brave and the Bold was geared more towards kids too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So the Spectre is awesome. <laughs> well, his his powers his powers that are listed here on the, his Wikipedia page, he has all the abilities of a uh, says of a god, uh, including but not limited to manipulation of time and space, control over all matter, invulnerability, and limitless strength. And uh, his weaknesses are he's uh, he's susceptible to powerful magic. Uh, divine limitations such as the voice can impose limits on what he's able to do. Uh, divine law, and he has finite power. Uh, his power is great, but it's not limitless. Uh, now Jesse Custer, on the other hand, his powers are. See, I have never read Preacher or watched it. I've seen. Although I I've hear seen it's really show. good. I've never read the comic, but I have seen some of the episode. But uh, he's basically possessed by something <laughs> but he has a uh, his skills allow him to uh it says that his skills allow him to easily beat the superhumanly strong and uh and soul is merged with an amen demon entity called genesis a half angel half demon entity called genesis uh, his powers uh, are focused into what Jesse Custer would refer to as the word of God. When he uses the word, his eyes turn red, his voice changes, and sounds like nails scraping against your soul. <laughs> that sounds lovely. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay, so if these two got into a fight, which one do you think would win? Joe? I'm going to go with 
I, o- over the centuries, I've I think enjoyed Spectre comics more, but Preacher has the Word of God, and the Spectre is like an employee of God. Yeah. So yeah. I'm saying that Jesse Custer wins. Just because he um, can do his thing, and as you pointed out, the Spectre's power is not limitless. Right. So that's my vote. See, I'm going to go. Have, I'm going to have to go with Jesse as well because um, I, w- I was leaning towards it mostly because of your description of the the nails on a chalkboard of the soul. Just regular nails on a chalkboard. I, <laughs> I like that guy wins, but you know, on the soul. Um, and then, you know, I'm looking at, at a Wikia page for him, you know, basically anyone he uses the word on has to do what he says. So that's a very strong power. Yeah. I mean, going back to Jessica Jones, there's, there's power there. Yeah. I think I'd have to agree as well. Uh, I was, I was leaning towards Jesse to begin with just because I knew more about him than I did the specter just from watching the show. But after after uh, reading some of that description, I, I think that he would probably uh, beat the Spectre. Okay, so the second heat in this uh, in this match, we've got uh, Percy Jackson versus Shadow Moon from American Gods. Oh, <laughs> those are very different genres of books. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but Percy Jackson, his, I mean. His story is more in line with mythology than it is uh, like Christian religion or, or anything like that. And so is uh, Shadow Moon because a lot of his uh, a lot of the gods in that are based off of uh, Greek mythology or or is it Roman mythology? Odin. Odin is Norse. Yeah, Odin is Norse mythology. So yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, but then he's got the the Queen of Sheba is is in there, and so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so uh, Percy Jackson versus Shadow Moon. What do you what do you think, Brandon? You know, it, are we going with books or movies? I if, I usually lean more towards movies because I because they're I, easier I, to consume, more people know them. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go with Shadow Moon at that point because the movie was terrible and Percy Jackson was useless in that movie. Um, <laughs> so. So the books, the books that have has a little bit more case for him, but I'm I'm going with Shadow Moon. He's you know he's got the uh, I don't know are we are we giving spoilers for what he can do? Oh or? yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, I think the, the book's been out long enough. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. So um, yeah. So there's like weather manipulation and uh, his his bit of clairvoyance. If you know if you know what's going to happen beforehand, you're a little safer. Yeah. So. I'm I'm gonna go with Shadow Moon. All right, Joe, what do you think? Let's see. Shadow Moon's wife is a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Percy Jackson has trouble keeping a girlfriend. <laughs> so. Right. Uh, let me see. Uh. I feel like, uh, based on what you uh, what, what you just said, I I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Shadow Moon also, because Percy Jackson is in 
my exposure to him, he's sort of the, well, he basically is the Harry Potter of his story. Yeah. And Harry Potter himself is not the most capable person in his story. So <laughs> No, he always has to be saved. <laughs> so It's all about I, the people you put around you. Right. Exactly. It's it's he has to the staff. The staff and management is important. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Shadow Moon on this. One. I think I'd have to agree. What uh, you guys remind me? What are Percy Jackson's powers? So he's he is a demigod. He is the son of Poseidon. Yeah. So he's he's kind of he's got the whole water thing. Is 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 pretty powerful there. Um, you know what? It, it has been so long. He's a, he's a teenager with attitude. He could join the Power Rangers. Yeah, okay. he's got the. And doesn't he have like he has like uh, magic items? Yes, uh, out of which, mythology. Which uh, which you know. Um, yeah, I seem to remember uh, Zeus's lightning bolt or something like that that he has to. Is one of the things that yeah. he's trying to recover. Yeah. So the, uh, in in the first book, the lightning thief. Uh, Zeus's lightning bolt was stolen, and he has to go basically figure out what's going on with that. That's the MacGuffin of the of the book and movie. So, um, yeah, he I mean, he can read languages. His um, so he in school, he was always said to have like dyslexia. Uh, but really what that was is your brain's wired for ancient Greek, which is helpful, I guess, if you're going up against an ancient Greek god. But if you're going up against Shadow Moon, that's that's. I mean, just just in a straight up fist fight, yeah, <laughs> right there. That's not going to help you at all, um, except <laughs> for he has heightened alertness as well. He he can mm. he, he, kind of spidey senses. So I don't know. I I still put I still put my money on Shadow Moon. All right. Uh, okay. The the third heat. We got John Constantine versus Captain Marvel. Which Captain oh. Marvel? Oh, the 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 DC version of Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Shazam, I guess. <laughs> so Captain Marvel, and a, a lot of people don't realize that um, where he gets his powers from. He has the uh, he has powers that come from the immortal elders, which are Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Which the first letter of all those words spells out Shazam. So that's his magic word. Whenever little Billy Batson says the word Shazam, he turns into Super Captain Marvel. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I had. That's a running gag on my show. Is whenever somebody says Shazam, oh. <laughs> I hit the thunder crash on my soundboard. Okay. Woohoo! I love it. <laughs> so, and then of course we know John, who John Constantine is. He's he had a film and a TV show, um, where he is basically he works he kind of works for the church and he fights uh, demons and. Sometimes he fights angels. He fights whoever he has to, I guess, to to save people. He's, uh, he's got a cartoon series that just started. Yeah, that's right. He was in. Uh, they did a DC one of those DC animated films that featured him. On the CW seed. Yeah, yeah. It featured yeah, it on, featured so. him, and then and then they did his. It, and it's the same guy that did his voice. I mean, that played him on the TV show, right? That's doing his voice. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. The, and they're bringing him into Legends of Tomorrow as well. Oh, okay. So he. He's had a lot of appearances on there. So, uh, so if these two got into a fight, now you know Captain Marvel has basically e- almost equal to Superman type powers. In uh, Future's End, which was a DC 
book a little while back, uh, Superman was gone and or the Superman was wearing a helmet and covering his face. And it turns out Superman actually was missing and Shazam was uh, filling in for him because the world needed Superman. But obviously he had to cover his face. So he was believable enough to be a Superman stand in there. Ah, however, yeah. Constantine is wily and repeatedly throughout the history of Billy Batson and Shazam, uh, even though he has technically the S stand, well, it's not technically, it actually does, stands for the wisdom of Solomon. He rarely is able to use that. <laughs> and yeah, <so> yeah. <laughs> he, uh, Constantine, I think, would outsmart him in some probably uh, deceitful way and... Uh, I, th- I think I think he's got it all over, Captain Marvel. Okay, John, John just joined the call. Hey, John. Howdy, gentlemen. Sorry, sorry for my tardiness. <laughs> we'll we'll forgive it this one time. One time. <laughs> Once. We're discussing we're discussing who would win in a fight between John Constantine and Captain Marvel. You can't use his first uh, name, Captain Marvel. The 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 uh, the uh, the DC version of Captain DC. Marvel. Yeah. Uh. Huh. So while so you're thinking about that, time in or is this are you assigning? No, we're just we're just discussing it. Go ahead, we're Brandon. I'm sorry. It. So uh, I th- so while yes, Constantine is really smart and wily. Uh, he also a lot of times needs items for his spells that he uses. It's not always just like say the magic words and then the spell happens. Uh. So. Um, what what are the what are the parameters for this fight? Like, are they in a boxing ring fighting, or is it like okay, you have a week to prepare and then meet me at the flagpole outside? Like, it's like it's like, like Secret Wars. You basically what you usually have on you is what you have, and yeah. you get teleported into the arena. And I was just thinking, like what what you just said reminded me. Yeah, Constantine has items, but all of his items are geared towards fighting demons. They're not geared towards fighting a superhero. And I don't know that using using some of the things that he would normally use to fight a demon would even work on something. Well, but he's not him. just a superhero. He's a he is a he is a magical creature. Yeah, yeah. His power comes from magic, so presumably he would be susceptible to, uh, like, you know, his his. I, I I would. Well, he gets hit by lightning every time he says Shazam. Yeah, but that's the lightning. That- there it is. Yeah. <laughs> is that why you did that, John? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I would be inclined to give it to Constantine just because I think uh, he would start fighting dirty before Captain Marvel realized that he was doing it. Um. I mean, like, yes, Captain Marvel could certainly just go over and punch him and knock him out, but he wouldn't do that. He would let he would he would be trying to talk Constantine down, or like, hey, buddy, just settle down, put down the box of worms or whatever he's got in his hand to do the thing. <laughs> yeah, and so, and Constantine would be like, okay, buddy, just hold still, and then he'll bind him or whatever. It's 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 just a question of how many. Um, Sucker punches. <laughs> Basically, if, if, if his if his little sucker punch attack works, 
effectively or not because he's really only get he's only going to get one or two. And if he can take Captain Marvel down in that time, then he'll win. And if Captain Marvel shrug, shrugs it off and says, "Okay, I just need to put this guy down," then he'll lose. That's my. So, that's did, my so, so you guys are are pretty in line with the writers of DC. Apparently, this battle is one that has already taken place in 2013. Really? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So you, you guys, you guys are pretty good because so what happens in uh, it's in the uh, uh, Trinity War tie-in to Justice League Dark in Constantine. Uh, Constantine basically feeds Billy or feeds Shazam a line of hooey that is him saying, "Oh, I've got this backstory," and you know he takes him to a bar and he's telling him about this story, and he sucker punches him, says, "This evil's chasing me," and if you change out of your Shazam form, then it will, it won't be able to find us. And so he turns into Billy Batson and then Shazam uh, locks him up to the bar and steals his powers. So the cover ah, of this ah. comic has, uh, has Constantine with the trench coat standing there getting hit by lightning in the chest with the Shazam lightning bolt on his chest. Oh, so cool. Yeah. I, I know that, that, that they love to put, Captain Marvel against Superman whenever they can because their their powers are sort of equal and um but Superman always beats him just because he's able to outsmart him because he, Captain Marvel is basically still in the head, in in his head he's still a little kid. He's got w- the wisdom of Solomon, but he's still, you know, he thinks like a child a lot of, a lot of the time, so Superman's able to able to outsmart him. So, I think Constantine would probably outsmart him. All right. That are, like we, the, are we are we in I agreement? Th- <laughs> I think we're all in agreement. Okay. I think we are all in agreement. I w- I was hoping for Shazam for a little bit, but the more the more arguments that were made, there's no way that Billy Batson beats John Constantine. Yeah, the <laughs> my my moral victor out of this would be Shazam, and I and I, and I hate to hate to cast a vote against my guy, but uh, but yeah, it's got to be Constantine. All right. All right, the next one is uh, Van Helsing versus Benjamin Sisko. Mm. Ben- <laughs> because Benjamin Sisko is the emissary of the, of the pro- prophets. The emissary right. of the prophets. Sean, me and you talked about this like last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so. Is this the, is the Van Helsing is like Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Yeah, the Hugh Jackman version of, uh, of Van Helsing, basically, because that's the only version of Van Helsing that I've seen other I'm than... Never seen it. Other than Dracula, you know? <laughs> right. But, so, yeah, I mean, he's basically just uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer type uh, hero, you know, that fights vampires. Um, where, in the ti- where in Cisco's timeline are we at? Are we at, like, the beginning of DS9, where he's, like, I am not the emissary or is are we like at the end where he's like fully embracing it i'm totally the emissary <laughs> yeah i would say towards the end but but not far enough towards the end that he's like disappeared and gone to live with the prophets yet <laughs> you know that's that's what happened to him in the finale so final season yeah Spoiler. yeah last season uh, so does sorry, one question does he have his phaser uh well yeah yeah he's got his phaser then, um, so you're just saying he'll shoot him with a phaser and that's it. I, think, <laughs> I mean, I, I, again, I haven't seen the movie. I assume that Van Helsing would shoot him with an arrow or, you know, something else that would wound, but not kill. And then he would 
then Cisco would shoot him with a phaser and knock him out. Yeah. Would be my guess. That's Does he have his com badge? <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think his com badge works in the uh, in the in the arena. <laughs> okay, so you can't just call up to the defiant to be like, "Hey, beam this guy out of, out of the arena," and I'll win by being the only one left in the ring. Beam him, was- beam him in the space. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, John brings up a good point. If we allow if we allow them to bring their weapon of choice, then uh, well, he, but I, oh, okay. But I guess going by the rules that I previously stated, if they don't, they only arm up. Like it's, it's, he's not like a security officer. He's not a war. He doesn't have a phaser on him all the time. He only gets a phaser if he knows he's gonna need one, or and if he's on an away mission or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or if hey, the ship's being boarded. You know, but if he's just if he just gets plopped out of his like if he's in his regular everyday uniform, I don't think he's got a phaser on him. Am I remembering that right? Well, we we saw Cisco get into situations where he didn't have a phaser, and the other people had a weapon of some sort, and he made it through okay. Yeah, that that's yeah he'd rely on hand to hand, but if if Helsing is loaded up for all these demon fighting weapons. Yeah, empire weapons is you know, hand to hand is not going to work out well for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he and and being emissary didn't afford him any special uh, powers or anything like that. He doesn't he doesn't have any kind of holy powers that he would be able to use. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What a jip. Like <laughs> you ever said to the emissaries, "Geez, guys, give me something." Yeah, <laughs> make me like the specter. Look what the gods gave him. Right. <laughs> and he's yeah. twelve. <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking uh Van Helsing probably has a has an advantage at that point. I mean yeah. I uh Cisco would and I, this is kinda like with Captain Marvel. I'm a big fan of Cisco and I hate to vote against him. But uh, he would give a rousing speech, I feel like, <laughs> and then Van Helsing would, you know, shoot him with a crossbow. Uh, so I gotta, mm, I gotta go Van Helsing. All, All right. of a sudden, my mind is going to the episode with Q, where Cisco punches Q in the face, and uh, Q says, "Jean Luc never would have hit me," and he's like, "I'm not Jean Luc." Right. <laughs> so I mean, like hand to hand, like no weapons. Cisco might have a standing a standing chance. Yeah, but because him, obviously. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I change my vote. <laughs> it, it, this it's might be it. Might be a draw. <laughs> I think I think Cisco would, uh, if, assuming Cisco doesn't have his phaser. Um, I think he would he would appeal to Van Helsing. He's like, "There's no reason for us to fight. What do you want? What do you need? Whatever." And he's like, I want to kill you or whatever. But, <laughs> you know. um, Cisco would try to talk him down, maybe try to make a move. And Cisco would get injured. He would get wounded. Um, he'd get shot in the arm or shot in the leg or something. And Cisco would sit down um, he, because, because he doesn't want to fight. He knows he can't win this fight. And he'll try to figure out a way to beat him later. So I think that he would. I think that he would lose the fight, so that he can think of a means of escape, or like attack him in his sleep, or you know, whatever. 
that that to me would be the Cisco move. He's like, there's no point in me fighting right now because even if I win, I'm still trapped in the arena. I need to learn more about my situation, and I need to, you know, maybe befriend this guy who's in the same situation as me. Blah 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 blah. Well, I guess that all depends on what the stakes are. Like, is this a uh, is this like a Tunkatsi kind of a thing where they're you you win or you die? No, no, no. You fight. You fight to the to the yield. Yeah, whoever bests the yeah. other one. Now, yeah, if it's, uh, you're the kind of character who kills the other person when you fight, then yeah, if you're John Wick, oh. the other person's going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but well, it depends. Uh, Where's your dog? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but but, but Van Helsing, point, Van Helsing but, is usually only trying to kill vampires, and Benjamin Sisko's not a vampire, so he's probably he? not going to be interested in yeah. Or is he? <laughs> okay, so so we're leaning towards Sisko now. You yeah, shouldn't, so. shouldn't have connected me. I just keep messing up every. <laughs> 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 Spending the time for all the competitions. You know okay. what, Cisco? Cisco is one of my favorites. I, I say let's give it to Cisco. Okay. I and besides, Cisco. his show was better than Van Helsing anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. That is one hundred percent true. All right, that, that should count for something. Yeah. All right. Next heat, uh, Sam and Dean Winchester, of course from Supernatural, versus Jake and Elwood Blues. Oh, <laughs> uh, heartbreaker! On a mission from God. Uh huh. <laughs> They're on a mission from God. Uh, oh. I'm gonna give it to. Now they've Seth. got a they've got a full tank of gas, a half a pack of cigarettes, and it's dark, and they're wearing sunglasses. Here, here's here's so. here's how it's gonna go down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not giving it to Sam and Dean. Because they're super killer monster hunters and are constantly armed for bear. I'm going to give it to Sam and Dean because the Blues Brothers are notorious for destroying other people's vehicles. <laughs> oh. It's baby. It's no one it. puts baby oh. in a corner. Nobody puts baby in a corner. They put a scratch on that uh, on that, that beautiful finish. Dean will pull out a shotgun and, and blow them will blow them away. As we learn in Supernatural, like every single episode, it's humans that are the real monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a season behind on Supernatural. But yeah, they are. Well, and the monsters too. <laughs> the monsters are also the monsters. Yeah, the monsters are the monsters, and the people are the monsters. What are you thinking, Joe? I'm right there with y'all. I think that uh, Jake and Elwood would cause massive destruction. And Sam and Dean would, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going Blues Brothers. At some point, there'd be, there, there'd be a, um, um, James Brown would show up, I feel like. <laughs> there would be some great musical numbers, that's for sure. Yes. I think so. I- I think they would escape. I think that they would somehow they'd be uh, like they would blow up. Sam and Dean would blow up the car that they were in, and they would you know they they'd scurry away with like soot covered faces, coughing smoke with cartoon <laughs> characters. They would they would live through it, but they would not win the fight. You know, if you look at if you simply look at the body count, the Blues Brothers, their <laughs> body count is much lower than. Sam and Dean. So, 
All right, so uh, Sam and Dean for that one. All right, so that's all of heaven. And now, now that I'm looking at this, I had uh, I had five heats in heaven and five in hell, which means that both sides are going to be off a little bit. So when we go to when we go to round two, one of our one of our heaven side is going to have to fight one of our hell side. So uh, after these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, you listener, do I have everybody's attention now? Do you like professional wrestling? What? If so, you'll love Review-O-Mania, where Rob and Zach break down every WrestleMania. You'll hear about great epic matches by the likes of Hulk Hogan. And what's it gonna do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah! Ric Flair. Just stealing! Woo! Wheeling, dealing! Limousine right! Jet flying! Son of a gun! Bret Hart. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Shawn Michaels. Bret Hart, you are a zero, my hero. John Cena. The champ is here! Brock Lesnar. Suplex City, bitch. And so many more that I don't have time to even name. Check out Review Mania right here on CosmicPotato.com. Or on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker. It's a happening right here on CosmicPotato.com. Arriba! Hey everybody, I'm Troy. And I'm AJ. And we're the hosts of the World War G podcast. And we know Sean and John do great things, but if you need just that little bit more nerd in your life, a little bit more geek in your week, then head on over to worldwarg.podbean.com where we talk about everything from movies and television, comic books and video games. Check us out at worldwarg.podbean.com. Back to you, Sean. So on the hell side, uh, the first heat in round one, it. What'd you say, John? I'm sorry. I said five heats in heaven. Didn't that wasn't that an Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for for the first for the first match, we've got Freddy Krueger versus Pinhead. Huh. It got quiet. <laughs> well, I have to I have to remember what Pinhead. Pinhead's from from Hellraiser, and no, no, he. No. Like he, let me pull up his page. You know, he's like all mind games and stuff, though, right? I mean, like he, I don't remember what. Don't you have to like submit to him? Like you basically, you agree to the terms of the puzzle box, and then you're screwed. Is that, is yeah, that, his power. That? Okay, so powers, weaknesses, and limitations. Um, 
Pinhead is is an extremely powerful being, and as such, he has several supernatural abilities. His preferred method of attack is by summoning hooks and chains to mutilate victims, often pulling said victims in several directions to tear them apart. These these chains are subject to his total mental control, and he may direct them at will. Um, In order to act in the physical world, Pinhead needs to have been purposely summoned through the Lament configuration. Though this in itself is not usually enough for Pinhead to target the puzzle solver. And uh, it, it goes on and on and on. Um, Pinhead at first has no memory of his human past. Though it is remi- he is reminded of it in Hellbound Hellraiser 2. Which results in what they describe him as being uh, spiritually weakened and subsequently killed by one of these characters that I don't know. So there you go. That's his. Basically, he tears people apart with hooks. <laughs> I feel like uh, Freddy Krueger would be super into that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he does that. Yeah, man, let's right. do this. The only way that you can the, the only way that you can beat Freddy Krueger is to pull him out of the dream world. So it, I think Freddy Krueger has been in one of our Sci Fighter games before, and we determined that. If they're in the if they're in the dream world, then Freddy Krueger will beat them. I mean, there's no chance; they don't have a chance. But if they pull them out, if they pull him out of the dream world, then he can be easily beaten. He doesn't have any powers. So it all depends on whether or not Freddy Krueger can get Pinhead to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he would sleep. And what kind of lullaby would that be like? Here, take this Ambien and see what happens. <laughs> so, I, so I, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Freddy and Jason, and Jason won on that one. And according to Wikipedia, uh, Pinhead is stronger than Jason. So, uh, I'm thinking that this this is saying, ergo, yeah, Pinhead is stronger. How? Is- what did you look up to get to that page? That uh, to Jason. Uh, yeah, it, oh, that's just in the Wikipedia page. Uh, it was the paragraph before what Sean read about the uh, Sean read about what his powers are. So if I uh, if you surely Google there for, must be a handbook of the horror universe that says how many tons these people can lift. <laughs> That's why I love Death Battle. It does just that. Um, yeah, I'm think I'm thinking. Uh, I mean, Freddy, Freddy's good with a one-liner, but yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, so I guess it gets to the philosophical question: Is the dream universe, is the world of dream, just another dimension? Because yeah. the Cenobites hang out in other dimensions all the time, so I don't know if. I don't know if if pulling Freddy into the Cenobite world, into the Hellraiser world, if that is a different, if that dimension is more like the dream dimension or our waking world. Yeah, I think that maybe I'm overthinking this. If if <laughs> if if Freddy is pulled out of the dream world, he loses his powers. But I don't think that necessarily means that Pinhead loses his powers if he goes into the dream world. Right. I think if, if, if he realized if he realizes that he is in a dream, then he's 
probably going to be even more powerful because he can be as powerful as he wants to be. So, so fandom has a wiki uh, about this for Pinhead, and it's got weaknesses. And it says Pinhead's only real weakness lies within the same object used to summon him, the Lament configuration. Right. So that if that's his only weakness, yeah, there's no way Freddy wins. Yeah. So I think you're right. You guys agree? Pinhead. Okay. Pinhead for the win. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I can go either way. I'm fine with okay. that. All right. The next one we've got is uh, Spawn versus Ghost Rider. Huh. That's a good one. That's probably, has that happened? Probably. <laughs> it's comics. It's all happened. Yeah. My inclination is to go with, and I, and I, I read the full run of Spawn. I, I, you know, so I don't know how powerful he got. So I'm thinking of, you know, first couple of years Spawn. Uh, my inclination is to go with Ghost Rider because he's more um, indestructible, more immortal, as it were. Uh, because like he, he, Spawn will kill a lot of things, but he won't kill Ghost Rider. He can't kill Ghost Rider, and I don't know what he could do to Ghost Rider to win that fight ultimately. But I can think of a lot of things that Ghost Rider can do to Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here, here's the thing. Spawn, Ghost Rider, uh, the physical form of Ghost Rider can be killed. The spirit of vengeance can't, though, because there's been many different Ghost Riders over the time. Yeah, I, sh- I guess I should say, in, in my head, they are fighting in hell. Okay. As opposed to, like, Detroit. <laughs> 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 There know. is a there is a death battle web series that did this a few years ago, and they they said that the winner was Ghost Rider. For the- well, ours is better, and I'll <laughs> say that uh, uh, Spawn is well. The spirit of vengeance is indestructible, but the human host is not. Uh, of of Ghost Rider, but Spawn is pretty much, let's say Spawn's whole deal is he has like he can summon the the power of of hell, but it's finite. Is that wrong? Is that right? I believe so, yeah. So, I think he, he, uh, he's got the freaky cape, he throws everything he (laughs) he, uh, has at (laughs) <laughs> I think in the end, Spawn. Gosh, this one, this this one is tough. Uh, my preference outside of the actual competition would be Ghost Rider, because he's cool. He's got a motorcycle. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a vote for Spawn because he's. Mm, while not indestructible, he just keeps coming. Yeah, I, I recall a a Batman versus Spawn crossover. Ooh, I that remember ended, that. Yeah, that ended with Batman. Like the very last page is Batman just burying a batarang in his face. <laughs> oh, yeah, up yours, buddy. Boom, batarang to the face. 
<laughs> and that's how the story ended. <laughs> so, and, and, and every, every issue after that, uh, there was like a little shoestring stitch. <laughs> yes, I forgot um, about that. Yeah, he didn't, he, he didn't it would have cost him like power to heal the wounds and he didn't care so he just stitched it up with the shoestring yeah yeah that like for the rest of the run of that series i love it oh that was a good touch yeah uh i think i think my my opinion of ghost rider is probably colored by the uh the two nicholas cage movies (laughs) so now he can pee fire we know that but uh yes he's really powerful he's yeah I guess again, it depends on kind of the the um, the plane of the competition. Are, are, are we in our world or are we in like the spirit realm? In our world, I think I might give Spawn more of a fighting chance because, like you said, the human body can be killed. But it's it it, it depends on how much what percentage of uh, demon we're we're dealing with with Ghost Rider. Are you one hundred percent Ghost Rider or are you just like fifty percent? Human Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Because uh, sometimes Johnny Blaze had influence over Ghost Rider, and right. sometimes not. And it was about fifty-fifty. Uh, uh, so, if you were in a kill or be killed kind of situation, if you were facing an enemy like Spawn, I think he would, he would, you know, he would he would go full uh, full flamehead um, until the threat was was countered. I'm inclined to give it to um, my, my votes for Ghost Rider. Now I'm going to go with Ghost Rider as well, because I'm thinking about it. Spawn has a soul. It's like a corrupted soul or something like that, but he still has a soul and Ghost Rider can burn out souls with hellfire. So you take out a soul and you're good. Ghost Rider wins. Okay. I, I, yeah, I like it. Very good point. All right. Sounds good to me. Ghost Rider for the win. Okay. All right, the next one is Amanet, which is the the mummy from the latest version of the mummy, uh, versus Zool from Ghostbusters. So are you talking the latest version as in the like the Tom Cruise one? Yeah, yeah. So via, Sophia Butella, her version of the mummy. I have not seen it. I mean, it's... It's what you think it is. I mean, she, she's she's the she's she's the mummy. I mean, she, I mean, is, she, does she have does she have like uh, '90s Brendan Fraser movie mummy powers where she can control animals and sand and all that stuff? She did some of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let me hold on. Let me pull up. Let me see if there's a page that just kind of describes her. Talk amongst yourselves. All right. Well, so I, is, is if Zul is doing her. Um, I will. You choose the form, and I will destroy you. Thing. Um, I don't really think that would work. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that would work out poorly for Zool. Uh, because I can't. I don't imagine that the mummy is scared of much, except maybe. I. I don't know. Christians. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Um. But. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't think of something that she would turn her into that the mummy couldn't. And again, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm. I haven't seen the movie, so I'm thinking of the powers that the mummy had from the '90s movies. Um, I'm 
Hold on, I got I got a page up on the fandom wikia or yeah. Uh, okay, so Princess Amanet, also known as the Mummy and the Monster, is the main antagonist of the Mummy, the first film in Universal Studios Dark Universe series. Uh, <laughs> she, she yeah, she is a powerful ancient Egyptian mummy with godlike dark powers and has returned from the dead on a quest for world domination. Her return as the reanimated mummy was the result of her making a deal with Set, who is the Egyptian god of death, for dark powers uh, she had allowing her to cheat death itself. Uh, let me see if it says what her actual powers are. Background. No, now it's getting going into the dark universe stuff. Uh, personality. She didn't have any personality. Powers and abilities. Uh, <laughs> the dark universe is incarnation of the mummy. She possesses similar powers and abilities with previous incarnations of the character, the dreaded Imhotep. Im- uh, the difference in her dark powers came from meddling with Egyptian witchcraft and the pact with Seth rather than the curse of hum, Humdai that Imhotep whatever was subjected to. Uh, her, so her powers are different and therefore not as powerful as that version. Even so, she is powerful in her own right. She has unholy dead physiology. Uh, she has she has supernatural strength, supernatural durability, supernatural mobility, uh, reflexes. She can be invisible. She is immortal. Uh, she can consume life from other people. And she has a regenerative uh, healing factor. She can also That's manipulate. Awesome. She can also manipulate sand. She can fly. She has necrokinesis, and she like has uh, mind control and hypnosis. Just like okay. Tom Cruise himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then, Zool basically absorbs lightning and turns into big monsters, right? I mean, that's kind of all that. Zool's well, going on. Zool, okay. Well, Zool was Stay Puff wasn't Zool. Stay Puff was the what they called the destroyer, uh, like like an employee of Zool. Right, whatever. right, and and Zool inhabit, but no, Zool was the gatekeeper, wasn't wasn't he? And Zool, Zool was Dana. what was released was what was released when the gatekeeper and the keymaster came together. They released Zool. I wish okay. Brock Parker was here. He'd be able to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, going I... go with uh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going with the mummy because of all the freaky powers and uh, because Zool just kind of had the one thing going for him, and uh, there's there's. I guess I'm 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 banking on there having been something else going on with the mummy in later movies that we were hoping to see and now probably never will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, you know, Zul would ask Amanette if she is a god and she would say yes and then she would blast her with some lightning, but it wouldn't hurt her. <laughs> and she would just get back yeah. up and, and then it would be game but, on. Yes, so. I literally am one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Rick Moranis can beat can beat up Zool, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this one to the Mummy. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. All right, mummy. It is. All right. Next one is uh, Lucifer from the comic book and the CW TV series versus Bartleby and Loki from Dogma. <laughs> I know they're not they're not from hell, but they were the bad guys. So, um, Lucifer is super cool. I'm going Lucifer. He's he's the devil, but he also uh, he's um, he's super smart and cunning and crafty and uh, um, and and that show is really fun. Cheap plug. You should watch it. <laughs> I've I've only seen a couple of episodes. I did I I I read the uh, the Sandman series way back when, and so that's like the Lucifer that I'm thinking of. And I mean, even if he's just you know <laughs> your, your your standard textbook Lucifer textbook in this case being the Bible, I guess <laughs> he he is the leader. He is the most powerful angel. And they're just two regular angels, right? So yeah. there you go. Well, and uh, in, in Lucifer in the TV show seems competent, where Loki, Loki and Bartleby not so much. <laughs> yeah, they're, the- just, they're yeah they're trying to find a loophole to get back into heaven because they got kicked out, and I mean it's just you know. And that's Lucifer's thing, also. Right. right. Or rather, he his thing is. In the show, he doesn't want to go back, but everyone else wants him to because he's Lucifer. And they, they said, well, technically, you ought to be in hell. And he goes, no, nope, don't like it. <laughs> I've done that. I've been there <laughs> for eternity. I'm done. <laughs> all right. So, so that's uh, all right. So the last one for round one will be uh, Hellboy versus Jason Voorhees. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> now, Jason's basic. Jason's basically a zombie, but you know he went to hell. Hell sent him back, so he's got some some super zombie type powers. Uh, I won't say that he's uh, Uber Jason that we got from Jason X. I won't. I won't say he's at that point. <laughs> but uh, I feel like the 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 battle hinges on whether or not Jason can live without a head. Mm, okay. Because I feel like uh, Hellboy would punch him for a while and it wouldn't do any good. They would fight for a while and then he would take his shotgun and shoot him in the head. And yeah. the does he live through that? And something tells me that Jason's head has probably been removed before. And <laughs> that would definitely win him that battle. I don't know that it would kill Jason. You know, he'd probably come back, but. It would be three years later when somebody finds him at the bottom of the lake again. <laughs> three years later. <laughs> you know? kicks, the, kicks the head into the water where it can rejoin the body. Right. <laughs> Did you hear that story about how somebody actually put a Jason uh, mannequin down at the bottom of a small yeah. lake? I did, I did see that. That. <laughs> that would be a great way to make me uh, fill, fill my swim trunks. <laughs> if I was swimming and I, all of a sudden I saw Jason was just standing there looking at me at the bottom of the lake that that yeah <laughs> all right my vote is for Hellboy on that on that match what about you guys Hellboy same uh, Hellboy okay all right so round two we'll go back up to the heaven side and we will say Jesse Custer from Pe- Preacher versus Shadow Moon from American Gods 
Just based off the fact that Jesse can use the word of God and compel people to do things, I'm I'm giving it to Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, but even at the end, no spoilers of American Gods, it's not like Shadow... Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna... Yeah, same. Agreed. Alrighty. Yeah, what about you, Joe? You... Yeah, I'm all in. Okay. Sounds good to me. All right. Uh, John... What? That's gonna, that's, that's gonna get Jesse pretty far in this competition, I think. Yeah. <laughs> if you can just say stop fighting <laughs> and, it's just, and it's just over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh John, Con- John Constantine uh versus Benjamin Sisko. Constantine. Yeah, Constantine yeah. is a little craftier, I think, than Sisko. He I don't think that it would be uh very hard. Sisko would be trying to prove that it's not magic and that everything is reasonable and rational. And then, <laughs> and while hey, Constantine's whipping up a spell, yeah, Constantine would uh, would try to convince him that what he sees around him is uh, is not real, and Cisco would just start screaming, "It's real! It's real!" <laughs> just bring up an illusion of Jennifer, and yeah, and Constantine wins. <laughs> okay, um, Sam and Dean Winchester versus Pinhead. Ooh, I think I'm probably gonna go Sam and Dean. I mean, they fight they fight monsters all the time, right? Demon, Demon. This, no, this is do. their bread and butter. Yeah. And but if it if it is a handsomeness competition, <laughs> I, <gotta. laughs> I feel I feel like uh, they would they would be on the ropes, and uh, uh, Pinhead would would. Whip out the the hooks and chains and string Dean up. Meanwhile, Sam Sam frantically is working on the puzzle box, and he solves it just at the last minute. And he sends him back to his home dimension. Ooh, 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 what 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 happens though if if uh, if that gets reversed and uh, Dean has to do the puzzle box? Then they're dead. <laughs> 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 that that would be the end of the fight. Like if, unless Sam did like everything but the final last. Oh, I moved it this one time yeah. and I win. Just push that <laughs> yeah. down. <laughs> I can see, I can see Sam all strong. I'm like, Dean, damn it, just push it down. I did all the just the last thing. Just push it down. Push it down. <laughs> I think I think the Winchesters win. <laughs> You guys know the, the, you guys know they're going into a Scooby Doo cartoon, right? Yes. <laughs> Can't wait. I, I cannot wait. Like I said, I'm not I'm not seeing any this season. I'm gonna watch that episode. Scooby Natural. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm I'm seasons back. I uh, only made it like season seven, and uh, but this is one that I'm like maybe I pick it back up and watch that episode. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're going to get a lot of. Um, I'm sure it'll flesh, be there. It'll it'll be it'll be standalone enough to where you can. Uh, you can just jump in, but okay. Uh, Ghost Rider versus Amanet, the Mummy. Mm. And she has a lot of. I mean, like I said, she's got necrokinesis. Uh, and raise other dead bodies to do her bidding. It says her med- meddling with Egyptian war- witchcraft 
and her deal with Seth gave her the power to resurrect the dead, similar with uh, Imhotep. She uh, she demonstrated invoking Seth's power as a verbal incantation to take over corpses. She demonstrated such powers when she resurrected newly deceased Nick, as well as resurrected an army of mummies from both of her victims and deceased English crusaders to do her bidding. I don't know that that would slow Ghost Rider down. So here's another one. Here's another power that I see that she has is soul manipulation with the dagger of set. And so if she can manipulate souls and that's what Ghost Rider is like is going after. Mm -hmm. I think she might be able to win him. And she has exceptional intelligence. Does she have a soul? Because like you said, he can burn souls out of people. And she's she's a mummy, so she's basically well, yeah. A, a I mean, yeah, she she was a she was a princess at one but, time, and so if she still has her soul attached. Can he just basically exercise it? And you know, she's a bundle of bandage and bones again. Yeah, she also I mean she also has mind control and hypnosis, so I'm wondering if uh, yeah. she could control him with that. I, I would think him, it would take a lot to mind control uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah, well, yeah, it didn't. It didn't last very long on Tom Cruise. <laughs> 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 You're not a Scientologist. Yes, I am a Scientologist. Scalawan, <laughs> <laughs> should I watch this movie? Scalawan Ten. I liked it. I liked it. I mean. I don't know that I would have liked the Dark Universe if it had happened, but I did like this film. But it didn't have Brendan Fraser in it. No. Dang it! <laughs> okay, so who who are we going? Who are we thinking for this one? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider's cool. I'll give it. I, f- I feel like it's Ghost Rider, but I I I, I plead my case from a. From a state of ignorance, so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm at that same spot where you know what uh, I I know Ghost Rider a lot more than I know Aminette, and I like Ghost Rider and Marvel, so I'm gonna say Ghost Rider. <laughs> I, yeah, I give it to. I mean, yeah. Tom, Cru- Tom Cruise beat her, so <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> All right, and then uh, for the, the the end of round two will be Lucifer versus Hellboy. Ooh, huh? They're both quite cunning. But they dropped in a dropped in a Thunderdome style match. I, I'm yeah, going to give that to Hellboy. Yes. Does I feel like if Lucifer wants to exert the effort to beat Hellboy, he will. But I don't know if Lucifer cares enough. <laughs> I don't but care that, if I win or lose. Yeah, he'll just, he'll just make a do- go get a drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I don't know if that counts as winning or losing. The- <laughs> <laughs> right. So he so he has immortality, um, and the only way that he can be killed is by uh, Chloe, according to this. So, yeah. um, I'm going to say that it's just a waiting game at that point. He can be like, "Yep, just keep beating <laughs> up on me. I, I've I've be- I've been in hell. What what more can you do to me?" Can can Lucifer do that thing where he touches like like um uh um like wow the the angel friend of Sam and Dean Castiel Castiel can he do that thing that angels do where you just touch them on the forehead and they and they pass out 
No. Is that something angels do? I didn't. Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't you ever had an angel do that? We've all read the book of Mark. Of course. (laughs) I saw a lot of episodes of Highway to Heaven when I was a kid, and I never saw Michael Landon do that. (laughs) And And so it was... Ezekiel 47.2 <laughs> The angel touches upon the forehead and knock it uh, down. I, 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 I want to say Lucifer but he's not a fighting guy that's not that's, his thing that's what I'm saying like, he, I don't think he would win a fight well I don't know I, don't, I just think he wouldn't fight I don't know if he would win a fight or not I think he wouldn't fight I think he would be annoyed at the situation and just make Hellboy go to sleep. And like, can I go now? Or can I go now? I don't know what his act Or he, uh, <laughs> may, he, he might try to get Hellboy drunk. Hellboy <laughs> drinking man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going I'm with Hellboy? Lucifer. No, I'm, I'm Lucifer. going to Lucifer. Okay. I think Lucifer yeah. would win if he wanted to. So I guess I would give it to Lucifer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Lucifer's to win or lose. It's his choice. So, yeah, yeah. Lucifer. All right. All right. Then taking the winner of that, again, moving into round three, Lucifer versus Ghost Rider. Well, I'm going to go with Lucifer on that one because there's a chain of command in hell, I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. heard. By definition, okay. Ghost Rider is just an employee. Yeah. <laughs> Stand down, Ghost Rider. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. The head of sales versus the CEO. All right. John Constantine versus Sam and Dean Winchester. I was hoping this would happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Because I don't know who's going to win. Um. I think I would be inclined to give it to Sam and Dean. I think I think Constantine would piss them off. I think he would get some good looks in. Um, but if it's who would yield in a fight first, I think it would be tougher for him to fight for for one powerful wizard or whatever he calls himself to fight two people who are experienced fighting magic users. If it was like one-on-one, then I'd probably give it to Constantine. But if, if I could yeah, if it was one, Sam or Dean. Right. Right, right, right. I think I think they would just, like, yeah, cause, and, and he's still, obviously, still a human. He's still susceptible to getting punched and it hurting. So <laughs> yeah. I think that that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> would get punched and there would be the aforementioned hurt. Um... Yeah. Historically speaking, Sam and Dean do do pretty well against people who have British accents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, I I don't think that Constantine would lose until he sent at least one of them to hell. Like he he has to kill one of the Winchester brothers, and then the other one will be like, "Not my brother," and have to bring him back. (laughs) 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 Okay. All right, so we're so so. Which way we? Which way you guys want to go? Go with a vote, Brandon. 
I reluctantly am going with the Winchesters. I want Constantine to win, but I think in in reality the Winchesters would. All right, John. Uh, yeah, I would give it to the Winchesters just for um, the the two against one aspect. More than All right, it. Joe. Winchesters. All right. Okay, let's take the winner of that. Sam and Dean Winchester put him up. Put him up against. Uh, what'd you say? I said I'm kicking myself that we didn't put Crowley on this list from the beginning. Oh. <laughs> Sam and Dean Winchester versus Jesse Custer. Oof. Jesse. <laughs> John said Jesse. <laughs> because again, it would only. All he has to do is say stop. Like, if they had a chance to regroup. Like, by the end of the episode, they would have figured out a way to stop him. But unless yeah. they know going in that he can just tell them what to do and they'll do it, unless if they don't know that ahead of time, then they're just going to get, you know, they're going to lose. Yeah, all of these matches really depend on whose show it is. <laughs> because if, the, if, this is an episode, if this is an episode of Supernatural, <laughs> then they'll win. If it's an episode of Preacher, then Jesse will win. No, even on Supernatural, they would, they'll lose in the first act. Yeah, I feel like this would be a season-wide arc, and they would lose. They'd go up against me like the second or third episode, and get smacked down, and then by season finale would be them coming back to beat him. Yeah, like the first the first time it, it could be in one episode. The first time they meet him, like they'll they'll he'll be standing over a body or something. They're like, "Hey, we got to ask you some questions," and they'll be like, uh, "Go go take a ride," and then they'll just. You know, they'll wake up and they'll be, you know, halfway across the state. Like, what the hell did he do us? And then they'll figure out who he is and they'll figure out how to beat him and they can't listen to him and they'll do some charm, blah, blah, blah. And aside from that, he's just a really good fighter. And I think the two of them at the end of the episode would beat him at the end of the episode. But the first act, the first part of the episode, he, no, he's, they're going to lose that fight. The, the, he's not going to lose. <laughs> Jesse's not going to lose until he <clears throat> starts facing some of the tougher, higher level demonic forces we have going on here. Right. That wouldn't that wouldn't be susceptible to his his voice of God thing. All right, Joe and Brandon. I'm giving it to Jesse. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going. I'm going with Jesse as well. Ooh, I guess I get the deciding vote. <laughs> Um. No, we all agree. Don't we all agree? It's Jesse. Oh, I thought you said Sam and Dean. Okay, so you no, said no, no. They, they would lose the original fight. Okay, they would lose the first fight, and that's. I how got it. you. Okay, so that all right. So let me mark them out. They're gone. Okay. <laughs> so so for the championship, who would win in a fight between Jesse Custer and Lucifer? Oh that's boy, probably going to be like season three of the show. <laughs> 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 no spoilers. We don't know for sure, folks. Um, I I'm gonna say Lucifer. I suspect that he would not be susceptible to the worst of God. Even like your accent is off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard God. You're no God. <laughs> what do you think, Dad? Joe? What, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> And and no child listens to his father anyway, so yeah, <laughs> that's what got him in that whole mess to start with, right? Yeah, I think honestly, I think they would. Uh, 
he Jesse would try to use the word of God on him, and Luther would be like, "Oh, that's cute." Yeah. <laughs> and then he yep. would pull the word of God out of him, and then they would go have a pint together. <laughs> uh, I, Why are I we like even that. fighting? Huh? What was that? Oh, I was just saying, why are we even fighting? Oh, like, yeah. Right. Let's go get a drink. <laughs> You're looking so, for God, me too. <laughs> so, what do you think, Brandon? You think Lucifer too? Yep. Yep, I agree. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a champion. <laughs> the winner of our battle between heaven and hell is the devil. <laughs> It, this this seems like a Russian election to me. Like, yeah, we went through this, but it, was there really ever any competition? <laughs> our Easter our Easter special gives the world to Satan. <laughs> I feel like we're uh, not going to be able to speak about this. Uh, people who listen are not going to be able to speak about this in school tomorrow. <laughs> Do not mention this during the hymns. At right. The yeah, we so, so the now, so just so we're off a week. <laughs> so now I have to wonder why you didn't put uh, God from Supernatural into this, so that we could let God win. He's, well, just, he's, just because I had already put Sam and Dean in there, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to have a bunch of characters from the same, the same genre. This was actually, this was actually a tough list to come up with i thought that it would be easier to come up with uh characters that get a lot of powers from uh from god and from satan and uh it was harder than i thought it would well it was i gonna be i i did not <laughs> I, I i made myself absent while you were compiling a list because i, I didn't i didn't want to jump in like because i usually i'm the one who comes up with the combatants and i didn't want to like i didn't know if you i didn't i didn't want i wasn't gonna jump in unless you asked for me to do so. Uh, so I, I apologize if I if I left you. Uh... No, 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 no. You fine. Uh, you 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 missed at the beginning. Uh, two of them that you missed were the Spectre and uh, Percy Jackson. The Spectre. The Spectre is a character from DC Comics who has powers that are given to him by by God. Uh. And then, you know, Percy Jackson, the lightning thief, or whatever, and but the they lightning thief. They, 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 they weren't fighting it. each other. <laughs> no, they weren't fighting each other. It's just, that's the two on the list that we never went back to, because they both they both lost their first battle, so. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Alright, well, that's, uh, that's pretty much going to do it for this episode. I want to thank our guest, Brandon. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. You want to tell everybody about your show? So I actually have a couple shows. Uh, my main show is The Fandom Podcast, which you can find at fandompodcast.com. And then I have a new daily show that I've been doing for about a month now called Fandom 5, where I take five fandom news stories, talk about it five days a week in five minutes or less. So it's a five-minute show every day. Oh, and cool. that is at anchor.fm slash fandom5. Okay. Have to check that out. I didn't know you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't marketed that one as much. This is the first real plug I've given to that. Okay. Joe? The idea of doing something for five minutes every day baffles and frightens me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, did you make it to uh, the Alabama Comic Con this weekend? I, I did not. We oh, you were on not. vacation. That's right. Yes, we were not in the state. 
I did not even know it was happening. I had to work, or I would have requested off, because it was only like $20 to go, and uh, Counselor Troy was there, and the Green Ranger was there. Oh, man! Oh, <laughs> so I, missed yeah, I had an experience with uh, with Jason David Frank that oh it makes me so mad. I was uh, so I do some contract work for Salt Lake. Uh, the it, there was a court case. It's Fan X Salt Lake's comic convention now. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, that's right. San Diego didn't like the fact that they were using the name Comic-Con. Um, but so Jason David Frank came into the office while I was working on something and he was like, hey, that looks pretty cool. Can you explain it to me? And I think he was trying to get me to realize who it was. And I was just in the middle of work. And so I was like, oh, yeah. And so I explained it to him. And then he walks away. And I'm like, oh, that was Tommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made me so mad. <laughs> he signed a poster for me, but the moment was lost. <laughs> All right, Joe. So you're gonna you're gonna be at uh, Magic City Con this summer, right? And the Dragon am, Con. Yes. Okay. Yes, and uh, we'll, we'll do cool stuff. Have you got any of your guests lined up yet for Dragon Con? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's it's still kind of early. A lot of the guests are loading up for the other tracks. In fact, most of the cast of Speaking of um, Shadow Moon, he is coming to Dragon Con this year. Oh, cool. That is one of so, my dream conventions. <laughs> uh, you got to come. I'm I'm there all weekend. I run my own track. I'll put you on panels. Mm. Oh, 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 that, that changes things. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to go for the last five years, and it's just that weekend for some reason, because it, it, they always do it on Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Just and, get on uh, and go to the east, and you'll be there. Oh, I know how to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I know where Atlanta is, yeah. Just take 2059 until you see Stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah, until you see Stormtroopers, that's right. All right. John, pleasure as always. Yeah, man. Yeah, you were late for the show, so I didn't get to do my intro that I planned. Uh, let me uh, let me intru- I'm going to introduce <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, my name is Sean Ray, and sitting across the virtual table from me is a guy that loves trivia so much that his wedding vows were multiple choice. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I can I can I can uh, I can I can parry that because um, whenever there are three guests on, oh, I guess my, I'll segue. So yeah, I host a I host a uh, game show podcast called Captain Game Show, and you will find a lot of crossover between the guests from this show and that show. And um, whenever there are three guests that are regular guests on uh, Cosmo not always, but often, I will try to do um, a reference to you, Sean. Uh, so the first time <laughs> uh, I said, um, "Yeah, we got three guests from Captain uh, from uh, Cosmo Potato here." Uh, Sean wasn't able to join us tonight. He had to travel to the island of the Huenum to see a man about a horse. Without <laughs> a whole, I don't think a lot of people get, but it's just for me. Uh, so the, um, the next one will be, um, yeah, Sean. Sean wasn't able to be here tonight. He's uh, he turned forty recently, so he's in a silver jump seat running for his life. <laughs> <laughs> With a blinking light. <laughs> 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 okay. As for this show, uh, you can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, on the Android Store. We're always available at CosmicPotato.com. 
Make sure that wherever you find us, you leave us a, a good rating and a review. It helps us a lot. And speaking of the network, I've created a new feed. Uh, if you go to wherever you normally get your podcasts and uh, and put in Cosmic Potato Podcast Network, you'll find a feed that I built that has every show on the network. Every time there's a new episode that comes out, it goes to that feed. So you can just download one feed and you'll get all of our shows. So like when uh, when Troy puts out World War G, it'll be on there. Um, Troy, Troy Wood, not Deanna. Yeah, yeah, Troy Wood. If, uh, if you want to contact us, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> Uh, just search for the show, you'll find it, or you can click contact on the website. You can email us at mail at cosmicpotato.com, and you can leave us a voicemail or a text message by dialing area code 205-642-8380. And that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you all for listening. We'll be back uh, next week and uh, with a brand new episode. Make sure uh, you listen to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast, when you might hear John say, uh, you know, I'm just going to give a quick shout out if I could. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Oh.